So I don't know what parenting skills you've used on your children or your parents used on you. In my case, my Italian parents used a very specific word. Benvenuti and welcome. I'm Silvana Sacomani, and this is the Italian Diary, Reflections of a Canadian-Italian Daughter. Here I share stories of living between two worlds, Canada, where I was born, and Italy, where my parents came from, and where I also now live with my husband. In this episode, I share the story of how our parents would discipline us growing up here in Canada. I must have been about four years old when I first heard it, the word, miseria. Then over the years, I heard it repeated hundreds of times, cento volte. You know, it sounds so sweet and harmonic, yet when you learn it means dire poverty in Italian, then all of a sudden its sweetness disappears and it becomes tremendously emotional and powerful. My parents grew up in miseria in Italy in the 1940s. I grew up in Canada, and I thought I had it hard, living with four other siblings in a small little Italian household in Lethbridge, Alberta, sharing one bedroom and one bathroom. And whenever I was about to start to complain, my papa would say, Silvana, siediti. Tua madre ti vuol raccontare che cosa significa la miseria. And so I sat down and my mom started to explain what dire poverty, la povertà assoluta, tasted like, felt like, and what it made people do. Apparently, miseria tastes bland. It has little variety. Regarding the dinner menu, if one evening polenta was served first, followed by potatoes, le patate, then the next evening le patate would be the first course and polenta the second. Once a month, there was a meat dish, that is, chicken or rabbit. But don't get too excited. A two-pound chicken would be divided into at least six small portions for six very hungry souls. Miseria apparently is rough to the touch. My grandmother, or nonna, as we call her in Italian, would take those potato sacks and repurpose them into slips for my mom and her sisters. But the fabric was so itchy the girls developed red rashes on their skin. My nonno, or grandfather, meanwhile, made the family shoes. A wooden clock sole with cardboard nailed on top for the uppers. They never came in exact sizes, so my mom stuffed socks into the toes to make them fit. One pair for each member of the family, and only to be worn to go out in public. Uscire in pubblico. Miseria apparently makes you weak, debole, and stanco, or tired. My mom could hardly wait to go to daily mass because behind the dark veil that covered her face, she could doze off in peace. The month of May was my mom's favorite month. May is dedicated to the Blessed Virgin, or La Madonna, and it gave her the opportunity to go to church twice a day, so two catnaps instead of the usual one. Fainting was another thing that happened during Mass, and apparently my mom and her twin took turns fainting in church from weakness. Miseria apparently spares no one. Even the farm's working mule, Gina, was weak from hunger. 
After a hard day in the fields or at Campania in the heat, the poor animal could not make it up the last hill. Forza, forza, Gina. So my mom and her siblings had to give her a little push, Vai avanti, Gina. hoping none of the neighbors saw the need to help the poor animal, la povera bestia. Miseria apparently makes parents quick to anger. If, for example, you wasted a matchstick, a fiammifero, meaning you used one too many by lighting a candle to help make your way in the dark to bed, when that same matchstick was supposed to be saved for the next day to light the wood stove, you were disciplined by being sent to bed with no hot water bottle to create warmth under the heavy, damp woolen blankets. Miseria apparently forces people to make big decisions. In my parents' case, Miseria made them leave their homeland, family and friends in search of a better life in Canada. And finally, Miseria apparently has special powers, poteri speciali, over children, making them think twice before complaining and helping them understand how lucky they are. Quanto sono fortunati. Well, that's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it, and I'd love to hear how you were raised in your household. Simply go to our Facebook page at the Italian Diary Podcast, or you can find us at theitaliandiary.com. Grazie to my parents for giving me both Canada and Italy, and thank you for listening. Alla prossima!